I actually started as a fan. I wasn't an original member by any means. I ran into these guys at a couple shows that I started playing and they just kind of were like, Hey, you play bass. You should, you got, you're a little spooky. We should join. So, you know, it was cool for me to be a fan and to be able to join a local band that I thought was cool as shit. So it's that same thing. We're looking for a drummer. Don't think just because you're a fan that you can't join. I did. And what is up? Welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate. Man, it is great to be back in the studio after four days at Welcome to Rockville. Actually, five days at Welcome to Rockville. Uh, it does feel good to be back. So uh, we have Ghost and Decay uh, in the green room. They are ready to come pleasure your ear holes. Uh, they are based out of Illinois, and we will get to know them a little bit better here shortly after a small intro. <laughs> Ghost in the K in the building. What is up? What's going on? How are you? It is a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, so metal core slash, I'm going to say horror core because you guys are very spooky. Um, it is Halloween every day with you guys. So uh, you guys put that into your music. Uh, definitely yeah. love that song. That's the crystal ball gag. So folks, if you have not heard of this band, Ghost in the K, they're on all streaming platforms. We are currently streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. And folks, if you're listening in the future on the podcast, it is much appreciated. Uh, so let's get to know a little bit about the band. If you want to go around the room, tell us your name, what you play, and we'll go from there. I'm Jose. I play guitar. Um, I'm Brett. I do uh, vocals. And I'm John. I play bass and backing vocals. All right. There we That's go. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. So, um, folks, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to throw them in the chat. Chat. Uh, if I can talk today, we got uh, Travis Ellie. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure to have you. And uh, yeah, so based out of Illinois, what's up? We got Gloom Child in the building as well. So we have a show with them at eight thirty. Uh, so make sure you tune in after Ghost in Decay and uh, listen to a little bit of Gloom Child as well. Uh, so tell us how the band got for formed, how it got started. If I'm correct, it got started back in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, um, maybe a, maybe a little bit before that. Uh, the concept was kind of around for a while. Uh, Jose and I uh, were in a we're in a band for what four or five years. Uh, we were in one band for four years, and before that, we were in a band for like a year together. So I, I've known uh, Jose for a little over ten years now. And um, while we were we were in a, a kind of like a prog metal type band, uh, we kind of missed doing the whole metalcore thing a little bit more because you know with, with prog music, um, 
we with that particular band we were in, we didn't have a uh, style or anything like that. It was everything was kind of just you know very very prog metal. We we were doing whatever we wanted to do. Uh, and Jose and I were it really we had the most in common out of everybody in the band. And um, we just kind of thought thought about uh, doing music that we really enjoyed a little bit more emo, a little bit more metalcore stuff like that. We were both we we both wore makeup in the band and stuff like that, and no one else did so. It was just kind of like we just kind of hung out together kind of thing. And then uh, he came up with the idea um, for the band. We actually had a, a whole different band name that was taken already, so we couldn't go with that. But, uh, yeah, more or less, it's he and I just hanging out and having the same ideas and everything. And we just kind of just eventually left that other band and did our own thing. Yeah, see, and I love the Ghost and Decay. I love the logo, and and it's kind of the spooktacular, uh, you yeah. know, logo. And uh, so speaking of makeup, um most of, you know, everyone, if you follow my IG, you know, I was out of Welcome to Rockville for five days. Um, I actually tried painting my nails one day black. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that didn't fare out too well for me. Um, I was like, this doesn't match me. No. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I haven't, I've, I've never done it. So I probably like, yeah, I probably, you know, I'm like a little weird about like not weird about it, but it didn't fit me. But I went and got my nose pierced the other day. So I was like, whatever, I was, like spur of the moment. I'm like, I'm going to go get my nose pierced, whatever. Let's do it. Like right, right before Rockville, probably a dumb decision to keep it clean, but hey, I did it and it's not infected. So we are here. Nice. Um, so if you can, the listeners that have not listened to Ghost in the Cave, how would you describe your band? I have my own way I'm going to describe it and hopefully yeah. it's not offensive, but I'm going to let you go first in case I'm totally out in left field. So uh, to, to cover all the bases, I would say that we're, I mean, metalcore is the easiest uh phrase to use the easiest subgenre because the uh, the singing choruses and the breakdowns and all that stuff but uh i i always just say we're we're a spooky metalcore band you know that's to to be as simple as possible all right and hopefully i'm not in left field and hopefully you don't take offense to this but uh so if the used chiodos from first to last and ice nine kills had an a, a, a massive cocaine fueled orgy uh had a baby ghost in the Ghost and Decay is what you would get. So I get a little bit of all those vibes throughout, um, you know, different songs all the way from back from 2017 up till now. So hopefully I'm kind of close and I didn't. Go I'd, say, I'd say you're spot on. Yeah, we, uh, we get that a lot, actually. Yeah, we were very uh, in, in, influenced by early 2000s emo, like, you know, My Chemical Romance, Aiden and all that stuff. And like yeah, Chiodos, we're huge into that. Uh, yeah, that's probably where Jose gets most of his guitar. Uh, I don't know. Is that where quite a bit of it? Yeah. And then we just right. So we we yeah took all that and just wanted to shove <laughs> spooky Halloween music up its ass, basically. <laughs> and I dig it. Yeah. So thank um, you. Yeah, and I didn't want to. You know, there's times I've I've tried to explain a band, and I was totally left field. And I look like an idiot. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I couldn't really explain it very good. But uh, anyway, so folks, do not hesitate to throw some questions in the chat. I see you in the chat, but you are not talking to us. So go ahead and talk to us. Um, so walk us from 2017. Your first EP, Departed, came out in 2017, all the way up to your most recent release, Crystal Ball Gag, which was in uh, late 2021. Uh, so what is in the future for Ghost and Decay? Uh, currently, we have three singles that we are in the process of getting mixed and mastered. We, we, I think we've pretty much wrapped up on three new singles. Uh, one of them is a little bit more of experimental, not quite single ish. 
but uh, we're going to release it as a single anyway. And then uh, we will probably take all the singles we released in the last year, in the last two years, and just combine them on one release. Um, and then after that, music videos. And we, we're we currently looking for a drummer. We uh, we haven't had the best luck with drummers uh, in our in our local area. So we are we are trying to expand our our search uh, for somebody. Uh, we've made a pretty big, pretty good splash. I don't know about big, but pr a pretty good splash with uh, some of the local heads in um, uh, over here in St. Louis and Illinois. Uh, to where, if we want a show, we can pretty much get it. So we're just, uh, yeah, music videos, wrapping up on some uh, a couple of our singles, and hopefully some shows once we find a drummer. Yeah, see drummer, if sorry. I could drum. I would try, but I can't yeah, drum. Yeah. So sorry about that, folks. But hey, if you're listening um, and close to St. Louis, uh, because you are in Illinois, but very close to St. Louis. So you're in that mm -hmm. little corner area. Uh, yeah. If you are a drummer, hit Ghost in the K up. Hey, maybe uh, you'll be in the band. Who knows? Um, so, yes, they are currently looking for a drummer. And if you think you got what it takes, go ahead and hit them up at Ghost in the K band on their IG. And uh, so anything coming up with Battle of the Bands? Um you know, the black craft charts, anything like that, that you guys are doing? Um, not that we've received word on, uh, but we, we, we did put a, a song. We put crystal ball gag in for submission for, for that. And they, and they listened to us and they seem the, the uh, podcast runners, I guess, Bobby and a couple of the other guys, they seem to enjoy our song itself. They had a lot of positive things to say. Um, I don't know about the listeners, if they enjoyed us too much, um, just because, I don't think uh, that our particular kind of band is, is seen very often. And so you, I think when you hear it, you either really dig it right away because it, it strikes a chord with you uh, or it's so not what you hear all the time that you dislike it, which is totally fine too. Um, I've definitely know some bands that are, I had to listen to three or four times before I'm like, you know what? I really love this band bands that I'm obsessed with now that it took me a while to actually get into. So I, I, I get that. But uh um, yeah, we, we haven't heard anything from that, but we, we're on the, we're on the playlist and, uh, we're getting played. So that's really, really cool. It has, uh, gotten us out there. So, yep. Keep trying. Um, I'm very multi-genre diverse, so I, I listen to everything. Um, and I can't say I really hate any, any genre, any type of music. I love it all. But, um, I, the only thing I think is, uh, with that, it has to be six months, uh, or less. And yeah. if I'm correct, the crystal ball gag is like right at that right over that six month mark. So yeah. you guys kind of got not really shafted, but you know, you just, just missed the mark. So you got, like you said, you got three new singles coming out. Um, you can put them on there. Hey, and just keep, keep submitting, keep submitting, you know, it will hit, uh, you know, one of the, one of the times that's all it takes. So we could see you, uh, touring with my chem, somebody yeah. like that. I mean, <laughs> heck, my chem's coming back. They just released right. a, um, you know, a, a song, uh, a single not too long ago, what last week, week before. So, yep. So what, um, within the band, tell us your, uh, like on tour, local concert, whatever you've played, your craziest story. And it doesn't have to be PG. We are uh, uncensored here. We are explicit. Uh, we are labeled explicit. So do not hold back. Um, yeah. So tell us some fun stories about uh, some shows or tours you've done. We're really crazy ever happens. I was going to say, like, I, I, I do think we get, um, we get kind of, uh, I, w I don't know. I, I feel like there are people out there, especially in our area that kind of think that we're, 
I, I guess crazy is a good word. Like we would be like a crazy band to hang out with because, you know, we're uh, emo looking or whatever and emo people or, you know, I don't know, partying. I'm not really sure, but we're, for the most part, we're pretty tame dudes. Um, we've had, I don't know about, I don't know if they're crazy stories, but we've had some pretty uh, exceptional people to hang out with. Uh, from yeah like some of some of our some of our, like uh, tom barber from chelsea grin um and uh spite yeah we so basically we've uh we've we've smoked weed with a lot of these guys and uh <laughs> i don't know how jose became the dude yeah i don't know how jose became the dude but we'd be outside of the of the venue uh the local venue and, and jose would be smoking and somebody would come up to us and be like dude is that is that the singer of such and such? He's like, yeah. And the guy's like, can I smoke with you guys? And so we've, we've, uh, we've uh, had the privilege of doing that. I actually, there was one time at Warp Tour, we were just hanging out and um, it might've been me and one of our friends, but uh, we get a lot of attention because we, we wear, we wear makeup and stuff like that. And uh, I actually met Tom Barber before, before uh, he, he's actually guest vocal on one of our, one of our tracks uh, called Worm Food. Um so if you like Tom Barber, he's on he's on that song, um, but yeah, he was he was out there at Warp Tour, and I, I was he just came up to me and just started smoking with me, which is really weird. Um, but that happens to us a lot. People people come up to us and start oh, you know what? Yeah. Basically, yeah, one of my, just easy to talk to. One of my favorite ones was uh, I used to do a look that was like uh, like a bunch of blood coming down my face and everything. <laughs> There was one night at our venue. The other side of the venue was like a rap show. And uh, all these people started seeing me walk through the venue. And they're like, wait, what the hell is that? So they started taking pictures with me. And I had people like out in the, yeah. out in the street, like stopping their cars to take pictures and stuff. And I was like, man, that's cool that rap guys like me. It was so funny. He came in. He was he came into the venue. He was so geeked out about it. He was like, dude, a bunch of rappers think I'm awesome. I'm like, that's cool, man. But uh there was one time uh, Alice Cooper and Motionless and White came in into town. And, oh, uh, sweet! And we all the time we get you know um, you guys look like Motionless and White or you get Motionless and White vibes from us or whatever, uh, which is which is fair. I mean, I think we all like the, those guys, and uh, you know we we all wear eyeshadow, so it's sure I get it. Um, but John and I were walking. I don't think Jose was there, but John and I were walking around, and Motionless and White just got done with their set maybe ten minutes before this. And uh, we got stopped by at least 20 people wanting photos with us, thinking that we were motionless and white. And funny enough, they were all older people there for Alice Cooper. So they, they just saw us and thought we were cool. Uh, but yeah, that's um, so I guess we were, we we're infamous for, for, for looking like other people. I don't know. So, so that's when you take the picture. And then afterwards you say, we're not motionless and white, but we are. Right. Ghost Hand them one of our band cards or something. By the way. <laughs> Check us out. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably the craziest thing. We just yeah. we get stopped by people all the time. Yeah, yeah, and I can uh, I can see that the motionless and white now that you say that. So, yeah. uh, can I get a picture with you guys? Hang on. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so what are your future? Uh, you know, starting in 2017, um, what is one message that you would give the fans, or you would like to give the fans um, within your music or or your writing style? yeah yeah it's um be yourself be who you are and uh unapologetic about it um for one and 
I personally use the band to write about things that hurt. I mean, that's, that's kind of a very, that's from our roots. That's very emo, uh, a breakup or mom and dad splitting up or, or whatever. Um, but even though we are dead serious about our music and when it comes to writing and performing our songs, we're dead serious about that. Um, life is a fucking joke. So just chill and have fun. So like in between songs, you'll hear me laughing on stage. You'll, you'll hear, you'll see Jose do a solo and he'll be smiling big. And um, it, it's, so the biggest message I would have from our music, from, from the energy, our music, not necessarily the lyrics, but like the energy I want people to, to catch from our music is that uh, just have a good time. Cause it all sucks. Anyway, just enjoy yourself, be who you are and just don't worry. You know, like, absolutely. That's so, kind of, yeah, that would be it. Be you, whether people like you or not. So, no matter what, someone's going to dislike you. So, yep. so I learned, uh, you know, kind of the same way. I used to always care what people thought. Now I'm just like, fuck them. You know, like yeah. me, there's someone out there that does. So, so, you know, it is what it is. So just be yourself. Uh, that's, yeah. you know, the, the, the cool thing to do now is be yourself. So I wholeheartedly uh, agree. You know, and, and being like a spectacular band, uh, you know, with the, the vibes. Uh, so I'm sure you guys are into uh, horror horror films. Absolutely. What's your favorite horror film? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Uh, mine would for sure be uh, Friday the 13th, in particular, Part 6. Part 6, okay, okay. Fred? What about you, man? Me? Uh, I have too many. Like, uh yeah. I'd say Exorcist is probably my favorite like scary movie, but as far as like I guess slashers, like like Halloween, Scream, and then like I grew up on like Child's Play and shit, which is kind of hilarious because looking back on it now, it's like all the other kind of messed up shit that was out there. They didn't really, I guess, it didn't really scare me as much as like fucking Chucky did. I guess because you know, having like dolls or like action figures or whatever, just thinking about them like coming alive and just killing you, it's right, freak me out. But <laughs> but yeah, it's. But yeah, probably yeah, Chucky, Exorcist, like you know, all the slashers, like Halloween, Scream. Yeah. I actually went on a date a couple of days ago, and a girl asked me this, so I'm prepared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so my my favorite horror films, uh, obviously, I think uh, Insidious one and two are like my favorite like modern horror films, and then Scream is probably my like favorite older i love halloween and all that stuff and like friday the 13th but um i think yeah ncds one and two are my favorite and then it's scream and then after that it's really hard to place all the other uh slasher and, and horror films but my favorite actual killer from a movie is is the creeper from jeepers creepers i think those movies are like really hit and miss but the creeper i think is the coolest God, the third one's fucking terrible oh it's it's <laughs> god awful but i watched it because the creeper was gonna be in it yeah of course uh but uh yeah that jeepers creepers guy he's just that song is creepy he terrifies reminds me of tiny tim it's terrifying it's also an insidious so yeah that's mine yeah i grew up on chucky and uh mm -hmm. i love all of you know chucky and uh funny story um at one point there was a real person that played chucky and my father went to school with him uh you can look him up uh he's from planville michigan i can't think of his name off the top of my head uh, but that was a pretty cool story now that i'm older and found out like my dad went to school with the guy um so that was even cooler now that you know i love chucky but yeah i was the biggest sissy when i was younger i was like uh, x-files scared the shit out of me but i could <laughs> always watch chucky 
Chucky never scared me. I would sit there like, you know, I probably shouldn't have been watching it at that age anyway, but I love Chucky and I would sit there and watch it on rerun. And my parents are just like, all right, he's, he's quiet. He's not being a prick, you know, just let him watch the movie. And, uh, I'd turn X-Files on and be like, nope, can't watch this. And then I remember, um, VHS, uh, I was snuck into my, you know, their VHS, um, tapes. No, I didn't find any dirty ones, but, um, I think it was a, a thousand something. I don't know. It was a bunch of like dead body scenes. I forget the name of that movie. I'll have to look it up, but that scared the shit out of me too. So, um, overall, uh, Chucky, um, in the movie that, uh, they die all kinds of different ways. What's the name of that series? Um, I just oh, remember they go over the roller coaster and they fall out. Oh yeah, yeah. Final destination. Yeah, yeah. final destination. Those so are awesome. yeah. I'm pretty yeah. big on that. So I was raised on horror movies, yeah. so it, I, my obsession though is Friday the Thirteenth. In my studio, I have an entire wall dedicated to it. I have Jason tattooed on me. I actually made him a bass guitar. Uh, oh yeah, Basin Voorhees. Yeah, Basin Basin Voorhees. That is, uh, yeah. it's got blood splatters, and then a friend of ours painted the back of it. Jason lives, and then it's got Jason sticker. Jose's got a scream version of the same guitar. So, oh nice, that's that's pretty badass. That'd be yeah. super cool. Like have like the uh, the knife like coming under the the strings where you play, and like the blood falling down from it. Like as you're strumming, like it looks like the blood's coming out. But um, so yeah, that? speaking of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm stoked for Stranger Things. Stranger Things is coming out this weekend. I'm going to probably binge watch it. So, folks, you are not going to see me. Uh, I'm going to be hiding in the room watching Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Probably going to re- rewatch season three just to refresh my memory and then go straight into four. How do you guys feel about Stranger Things? Are you fans or not fans? I'm a big fan. I, I fucking yeah. love it. Massive yeah. fan. I rewatched them all just for the new season. Such a, <laughs> such a fan, actually, that when we recorded our album To the Grave, uh, when I was talking to the producer, the guy that was mixing, mastering it and, and making the uh, we, we record, we write and record everything ourselves. And then we just send all the drive tracks to whoever we're working with uh, for that particular song or record. Um, I was talking to the guy and he did one song for us and it sounded like he made the he made the synth and all the all the stuff that makes our stuff sound spooky, uh, sound very 80s horror. And when I told him that, that it sounded like very 80s and that's that sounds awesome that Stranger Things comes to mind. And he told me that he was listening to the intro to Stranger Things, and that's how he started coming up with the sounds for that particular EP. So uh, it's very, uh, without trying to make it happen, it's very inspired by Stranger Things. Yeah, and I'm kind of disappointed this is going to be the final season. Once I finally got hooked into it, they're like, all right, we'll do a season four, that's it. But uh, I like the Demogorgon. That's my favorite thing. I don't know why. So I think they killed Bob. I got sad. Like if I could do a tattoo like on my neck, which I could, but I don't want to shave, probably be like a Demogorgon like head coming out. I think that'd be pretty sick, but um, yeah, I don't, I'm not shaving. I'm too ugly under the beard. So yeah, not shaving. <laughs> Get it on your stomach. <laughs> uh, that'd be true. I mean, like maybe the belly button, like it's coming out of the, I don't know. Yeah. I have so, <laughs> yeah, so many stupid ideas, you know, but uh, anyway, um, so yes, the latest single, uh, Crystal Ball Gag, and then uh, previously before that, Screaming in the Dark. Yep. Um, you're looking for a drummer. Uh, so what else should we know about the band? Where can we support you guys? Do you guys have merch, vinyl, CDs, anything that we can physically purchase to support the band? Um, I not yet. We don't have anything like yet. When we when we start playing shows, I think we're going to go full force with that. Uh, just kind of like getting our ducks in a row and uh, and uh, just holding off until that becomes a thing. Yeah, I mean, we've got a bunch of designs and stuff, but right now, uh, 
last show we did, we handed out a bunch of Halloween trick or treat bags. That was yeah. a lot of fun. It was like in June. That's kind of that's kind of our thing. We well, it was Halloween every day. Right. right. One one show we I said trick or treat motherfuckers and threw candy to, to the crowd and I mean the venue owners were cool, they were cool with it uh, and uh, so we try to we kind of do stuff like that. So if you ever catch us at a show, you're probably gonna get free candy. Um, Is it on the side of the van? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it it depends on what kind of uh, what kind of treat you have for our trick. Right. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, we we're working on all that stuff. That's that's going to be a thing, right? But right now, the the best support you can give us is just listen to our music on YouTube, tell your friends, check us out on Spotify or whatever streaming platform you use. Uh, we just we just want to be in as many ears as possible. It's more than more than what we care about. So, hey, Russ popped in. Thanks for coming in, Russ. Pleasure to have you. Hope you're doing well there, brother. And uh, so the best uh, best place to support them, like they said, is uh, YouTube. Spotify, all the major platforms. You can also find them on IG at Ghost in Decay Band. Um, you can support them that way. Adam, uh, stay up to date with all the upcoming releases, everything they have going on uh, through the IG and all the other avenues. Uh, they got, like they said, they got some big things coming in the works. Oh, sorry, the chat always throws me off. That's why I have this. So like, you know, so it gives me a second to read the chat. You know, as my internet dials up, folks. So. Um, right. And uh, for you out there in the future listening on the podcast, we appreciate you. And again, that is Ghost, if I can talk right, Ghost in Decay Band uh, on IG. So make sure you check them out, support them, give them a like, give them a follow. Uh, You will definitely love the band. Um, So we're going to wrap it up here in the next 10 minutes or so. But in the meantime, we're still going to welcome you to the shit show and chit chat with Ghost in Decay. So uh, I'm going to throw it to them and uh, put them on the spot now. So... uh, you are now the host. <laughs> How does that work? Oh, man, I wish we were better performers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you didn't know, but um, they are going to perform a song for it. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> um, so what made you pursue music? Uh, what was something, you know, what was there a band? Was your family, you know, into music? What what had you, what, what was the, the, the camel that broke the straw's back per se that you said, I'm going to pursue music. Music is my passion. This is what I want to do. You can go first. Uh, for me, that was when I was like 12, I was really into like punk rock and like green day. And I actually started off playing drums before I got really into guitar because mostly it was too loud. So I had to kind of switch to a quieter instrument. So yeah, green day for sure. And then I got into like Silverstein and like Hawthorne Heights and all those bands. And then it's funny, like right Looking back on it now, like the Double Rush Prada is like my favorite band. But when like when I first heard them, it was like my first like heavy band I listened to, and I like for whatever reason I hated it because they because they, they would always play with Silverstein and A Day to Remember. I was used to like the softer stuff, but I don't know. One day I just it just clicked, and I listened to Prada, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah, I want to make heavy music now." And that's just started off from there. So hey, if you can master the guitar and the drums at the same time, you're gonna be like worldwide famous. So just putting that out there. I mean, it's probably going to be a lot of work and a lot of technicality, but if you can make it happen, there you go. You got your drummer and your guitar player. Right. I, I debated, not going to lie, about maybe just playing drums. Yeah. Just, just run my guitar live. Helps like, with the music. He writes the drums and guitar at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Growing up, uh, my dad listened to Casey a lot. So he's always real into rock, but uh, 
I don't know what got me like really into it and what got me playing bass in the first place was uh the song The Noose by a Perfect Circle. It just the bass on there, there's something resonated inside me and I was like, I have to play that. And I mean you can ask these guys, I while I'm talking and having a conversation with anyone, I will be thinking about playing bass, making my bass tone better, next bass I'm gonna buy. Oh, he'll be walking around doing this. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it's just the band over. that really got me into it was uh, probably Old Arch Enemy or uh, Motionless and White when they first came out. Those were two really big influences for me. What about you, Brett? What about Brett? Let's go, Brett. Um, Brett. Uh, Brett. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, Brett, you play music. I do play music, so kind of. Uh, he plays music with his mom. Yeah, I growing up, my brother. Uh, I have a I have a brother who's four and a half years older than me, um, and he he started playing guitar when he was like twelve, and he learned by ear. Like he, I mean, he was sweet picking by the time he was thirteen. So my brother is like a prodigy when it comes to guitar. Like it's it's crazy. Unfortunately, he doesn't play anymore. He's uh, more of a dad now, which is totally cool too. But uh, he he played a lot and. He always wanted me to sing along with him when when he was playing guitar and stuff like that, and uh, I did. He, we wrote a bunch of family songs and stuff like that, songs about grandma and stuff like that. It was just kind of funny, and so was, that was always kind of there. My dad and my mom were huge music lovers, so they were always playing music. My dad was playing anything from Jackson Five to Pantera and um, stuff like that. So I have a pretty broad. I'm really like my grandma's like my best friend as well, and she got me really into the Beatles and like Ozzy Osbourne and stuff like that. So it pretty pretty all over the spectrum, like anything from country to, to hard rock to, to jazz and blues and stuff like that. Uh, so I, I li- grew up listening to it all. My brother playing guitar and wanted me to sing with them kind of helped shape that as well. Got a little bit older and um, started playing bass because my brother, you know, brother, my brother basically told me what to do when I was a kid. And he was like, dude, you should play bass. It'd be really cool. No, no, everybody, everybody in the band's looking for a bass player. So he started teaching me how to play bass, and then I played in a couple of punk bands when I was a kid, and then uh, I was like the only friend that could carry a halfway carry a note when it comes to singing. Not not that I think I can sing very well, but uh, so everyone kind of was like, "Oh, you should be the singer." So it just kind of happened that way. And then um, emo, yeah, My Chemical Romance came up on Fuse when I was like twelve, and it was over from there. It was it was it was uh, I was. In love with emo and and warp tour, and by the time I hit twenty years old, I was singing and screaming in bands. And those were the good days when you had MTV uh, that actually played music, yeah. Fuse, yeah. Um, and there was another channel. I forget. You know, I used to watch. Uh, you know, we'd get ready for school, we'd be listening to. You know that. Yeah, yep, you know, back when they actually played music. So, yep. um, yeah, I tried uh, choir for a little bit. Didn't make it there. I tried band. I got kicked out of band. So, uh, yeah, didn't have any luck in that uh, side of things. So I just act dumb, I guess, and talk. But uh, VH1, yes, Russ, that's uh, we're throwing it back to the old school. VH1, Views, MTV, and uh, Headbangers so, Ball. Yep, yeah. Headbangers Ball. I actually just met uh, Matt Penfield from Headbangers Ball out at awesome. uh, Welcome to Rockville. And uh, super cool, super humble dude. I met some like uh, Shannon Guns, Katie Babs, all of them, and they're just so down to earth. Uh, yeah. And you, you think with uh, you know once once they get that popularity, you'd think, man, they're they're you know it 
changes some people that they were just so humbled, so appreciative, so down to earth and, and just welcomed with open arms. So that was a super cool experience. Uh, getting to hang out with them for a little bit at Rockville. And uh, the craziest story was um, Friday and Saturday, they evacuate. They had to evacuate the, the grounds, you know, a couple times because of the storms coming in and the lightning and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, there was an actually, actually a couple lightning strikes within, within property, which um, one was about a hundred yards hit one of the light poles. And um, so it was pretty, pretty hectic and uh, everyone was safe. And, and, you know, the venue and Danny Wimmer did the right thing by getting people to the stands and their vehicles. But um, we got stuck in the media room with uh, one of the bands and everybody was just kind of sitting in there. You had um, Heidi from butcher babies, like all kinds of like, you know, big people, and we're just sitting there, like, "Hey, you're like, where's the bathroom? Like, you know, you don't, you don't really want to talk much, or you know, ask too many questions." So, but right. uh, yeah, they were nothing but hospital, hospitable. Um, I can't talk very good, but um, yeah, that was pretty entertaining. We got stuck in the media room for a little bit and got to watch the weather on, you know, and how they operate, and so that was pretty cool. But uh, yes, folks, check out Ghost and Decay, and um, Russ says I miss MTV. Started early 80s with no commercials, news, reality, right. Now you have like 16 and pregnant and just dumb stuff like that. Uh, how is that music television? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. I mean, now it's like, uh, it should be like uh, RTV, reality TV. Right. Yeah. No, Cribs no music. Yeah. Because it was like music, right. big, big yeah. time musicians. Cribs like cool, Cribs yeah. is cool, but. Like Pimp My Ride. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, all the, other, I heard you like fireplaces, so we put a fireplace in your truck. Yeah, all the other fluff was just silly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so those were the good old days. Now we uh, listen to it on Spotify at the push of a button, um, which is kind of uh, kind of cool now that you think of it. Back in the days when we had to carry CD players around and boom boxes and things like that, um, but that's making a comeback. I yeah. think it's cool. I, I, I actually oh, fought yeah. the the Spotify thing hard for a real long time. Uh, and not, not that I was using CDs or anything like that, but it's just like, I had an iPod up until last year that I still had all my music on it from iTunes. And I just, some of it was stolen. Some of it was purchased, you know, but for the most part, I just, I didn't want to go to the Spotify cause I know how they don't, you know, like, but I mean, I, I, I have a Spotify account now and, and, uh, I, I work construction. So having eight hours of music without, any interruptions is pretty awesome. So I fell into it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, man, yeah. Construction, you get to listen to the music and, um, yeah. And that's why I always ask, you know, how can we support the band? Because you guys get penny. We all know it's out there. Pennies on a dollar per stream, uh, yeah. you know, with the, you know, the big, you know, not the big agencies, but the big streaming platforms. Um, so it is good to support the band any way you can. Um, mm -hmm without you know streaming does help don't get us wrong folks definitely stream it but if you can purchase or help the band out uh that helps even more i'm a big vinyl collector and cassette collector uh so if you ever come out with a vinyl cassette i will definitely pick that up um, yeah. even though vinyls are super expensive to get pressed at the moment um you know and i ran into a lot of bands that want to do vinyls but at the same time it's not cost effective for the band uh to press the vinyls unless they have hundreds you know hundreds of copies of it so Right. Um, so that's going to be it. So any final departing words from ghost and decay? Uh, I think the big thing that I'd like to say is just, you know, one of the things that I like telling people about being in the band is I actually started as a fan. I wasn't an original member by any means. 
I ran into these guys at a couple shows that I started playing and they just kind of were like, Hey, you play bass. You should, you got, you're a little spooky. We should join. So, you know, it was cool for me to be a fan and to be able to join a local band that I thought was cool as shit. So it's that same thing. We're looking for a drummer. Don't think just because you're a fan that you can't join. I did, you hmm. know, I listened to our song. We hate you. Please die probably a hundred times in one day you know if you like the music and you want to be a part of it join we are all about it awesome stay uh, spooky stay spooky yeah all right I'll, so folks okay. this is ghost and decay definitely check them out you can check them out on ig at ghost and decay band um and support them any way you possibly can. Uh, folks, I hope we pleasured your ear holes just a little bit today, made them a little bit moist. And always remember, it's okay not to be okay. And if you ever need anything, reach out to the Suicide Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Reach out to anyone, reach out to a family, friend, myself, anyone, and we will always be happy to talk to you. Uh, but if you ever need that hotline, it is there for you. And until next time, folks, keep it sloppy, and we'll see you on the next episode.